everyone. It's National Truck Driver Appreciation Week, so we have a special huddle episode for you. Now, our private fleet drivers at Walmart are the best of the best. They drive millions of miles on the roads, they do it safely, and they keep our entire business going. They're excellent drivers, they're professionals, and they always step up when a community needs help, like in hurricane recovery or flooding, or most recently in Jackson, Mississippi, with a water crisis the community's had. And we're also proud to offer some of the best driving jobs out there. A new Walmart driver can now earn up to $110,000 a year in their first year, and we recently launched the Fleet Development Associate to Driver Program. And this pays for Walmart associates to earn their commercial driver's licenses. Now, I just spent some time on the road with a recent graduate of that program, Lavore Franklin. Lavore is a great driver, a great associate, and a great person, and I'm excited for you to see him in action. Please enjoy this. And did they tell you about the story about how I started growing my hair? No. When I got hired on Walmart in 04, I never cut my hair since. You have since? <laughs> well, I cut it once when I was order filling. It got too long, and I didn't want to get cut in, caught in any machinery. So I cut uh, back up to my shoulders, and it actually grew back down. Okay, so that took a while, 18 years. Yes. Okay, so we're leaving the Palestine RDC, Regional Distribution Center. Where are we going? We're going to the Palestine store. Palestine store, you're here in town. 345. 345. What was the first drive like by yourself? When I initially rode off, it was nerve wracking. But then when I started driving, I was like, it's the same as I've been doing with them. I, I trained with them for six weeks driving. So it was the same. At the warehouse, I always like trying different functions, job functions. So that's exciting to me, learning something new. So I, I started out as an order filler, then I moved to unloader, then I moved to loader, then I moved to, I, I never uh, signed a lift driving bid, but I always drove a lift doing replenishment. So I did all of the job functions in the warehouse. And you said you were order filling in Terrell, Texas in the freezer? Yes. So the freezer, those are long days, it's cold. <laughs> I I think I'd rather the freezer than the dry side though. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. The dry side was I guess brutal. if you do that though, you don't need to go to the gym. You're in pretty yep. good shape. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you move into a role where you're sitting a lot. When I was in store operations, and you're constantly walking, slinging freight, helping in the back room. And then I moved to, to the office and sat down, same thing happened. <laughs> It'll catch up with you. Actually, doing the class was also because you're standing up the whole time facilitating, and then you have to walk, do uh, tours through the DC. And that actually kept me in somewhat shape, also. But with this, you're just sitting and driving, so you have to actually think about working out. So you travel a whole lot, also, right? I do. I actually wish I could get out more than I do. Oh, really? Yeah, I really like meeting all the people that. That's the way I say it, really carry the heavy load, do the real work. And I always was taught when I was young in my career that if you want to know what's really going on, you ask the people that are closest to or doing the work. Yeah, maintenance supervisor at the Tarot DC, he used to let the associates know he'll come into onboarding and uh, give a little speech to them. All right, thank you. And he'll tell them, he'll let them know that uh, they are the most important maintenance associates, even though they're regular associates because they're using the equipment. Right. So they know right. the first thing when the first thing that goes wrong with it. 
They'll know. Yeah. They'll know. I think a lot of people probably don't realize safe, how much we focus on safety in these environments because these piece of equipment, like this tractor and what's in the DC, they're big, heavy piece of equipment that can really hurt someone if not managed well. I explained that to a lot of the drivers. They thought that since I was coming from the warehouse, we weren't as, we didn't have safety instilled in us the same as they did. But you gotta think a forklift weighs a whole lot also. Sure. And it's real hard to drive. Sure. So you have to have the same level of respect for that equipment. And licensed the yeah. same way that <laughs> licensed different the same licenses, way, same respect. Yeah, you get a CDL for this, but you still have to be licensed. So I have a forklift story. And I was, yeah, it's one of those exactly. I was new at the company. This is probably around uh, April of my first year. I got my forklift license, and I was so excited. As when you're, what I did, I worked in the garden center, so I was out on the parking lot all day. And in Arkansas in the summer, you know what that's like. So when I got the forklift license, I was really excited because I could drive around, go back and forth, and it wasn't quite as hot. But we had shade, so I thought it was pretty exciting. But then I ran over a sign holder, got a flat tire. But, yep, yep, here it is. I've been here three months, I'm about to lose my job. Well, luckily with Walmart, they're forgiving. We're forgiving. As long as yeah. you turn it in. I did. Oh, yeah. I was owned up to it. <laughs> but like any new place, you feel like you're, you just feel like, I want, I want to make a great impression. I don't want to do anything wrong. And then I yeah, ran over a sign holder. We say all the time that bad news needs to travel fast. And when, when you have bad news, if it travels fast, then quickly we can get the right people who've been through the same thing or know what to do together to solve it. So when you started training in this, for reverse maneuvers, how long did that take? How many? Man, <laughs> I'm still, I'm still learning that. <laughs> well, you know, people, I talk to people that say, "Well, I can't back up a trailer or a boat," but it's not natural. You have to practice and learn and, and do it because over Because you and actually over. have to turn the opposite way. Right, when you turn right. The car, so it, it's there. And then start correcting before you go too long, otherwise it overturns. My hardest, believe it or not, there's a lot of space. Is parking at the DC like bringing my empty back in and parking it. The only reason is because yeah, there's two trailers. Usually you have a whole lot of room and you can maneuver and fix your mistakes. You have a lot of room. But at the DC, if you make a mistake, you have to pull up, reset, back in again, pull up, reset. So just two weeks ago, I finally got to where I can comfortably do it. The good thing there is all the other drivers are watching you too. Yes, <laughs> they all piled up <laughs> looking. And what kind of runs do you do from, from here? Like what are the typical links? It's regional, so the farthest you'll do is maybe 650 miles. Okay. So uh, mostly it's like just three hour trips, you drop in, in three hours back. Three hours out back. Three hours to some other spot. Mm -hmm. But uh, it's never like across country. So is it easy to, to get your bearing in the lanes? To the lanes? High? Uh, no. Takes <laughs> <laughs> some practice? No. I realized since I've been driving this that I couldn't drive a lick. <laughs> I thought I can drive, but uh, yeah, no, I couldn't drive. <laughs> now I'm okay, but before, nah. And me, I'm overly cautious. So if there's something where I can't see it, I'm worried about it. So I'll get out like 10 times just to keep looking. I know I can make it, but I still get out and look. And uh. My, my trainer would be like, I'm watching you, you got it. And I'd be like, are you sure? <laughs> yeah, I remember the, uh, our trainers, 
every trainer we spoke to would say, you have to get a routine down. You have to get a routine now. And in your mind, you'd be like, okay, okay. And then when you start doing it and you get a routine now, you can actually, you get more efficient once you get a routine now. And you don't move faster physically, but you're actually moving faster on your time. Yeah, it's that muscle memory, right? You do the same thing the same way every time. And like managing a checklist like a like a pilot does. With the repeatable steps over and over so you don't miss one. Yeah, I was just talking to uh IGTM about when I do my 360, I actually like count the poles. That way I know how many's behind me because me I'm I'll I'll jump in the truck after I just look at them and not pay attention. But if I actually count them, and when I get in the truck, I'll like, okay, there's seven poles behind me. Then I'll be more vigilant of which, what, where the poles are, as opposed to just walking around and la 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 la, and then hop in. So what advice do you give to new drivers? I know you've, you've been on your own just a few months, but somebody's just starting and wants to learn. The thing that helped me the most was getting a routine down. Yes, it takes a lot of the edge off once you get a routine. So the discipline to do things over and over really important. Even getting up in the morning, like waking up, what are you gonna do first? Even that helps. That way you're not thinking about what did I forget, what did I forget? If you have a routine, you already know what's next. All right, so now I gotta. So you can do the drop and then the next driver, are we gonna swap them out? Yeah, I have to pull one out, put this one in, and reconnect and then take the empty. Yeah. Let's do it.